There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. Hey, that's me. I'm Jim Price, your host here on the Dark to Light Show on WYSL. Thank you guys so much for tuning in on your lunch hour here. Remember, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I remember the old days of the uh, as the world turns, I, the uh, soap opera thing they had in the middle of the day. Uh, I know that the, it seems like we just go through these real ridiculous scenarios of the general hospital as the world turns, uh, young and the restless. I mean, it. This is absolutely unbelievable to see that there are people who were sitting at a sitting at their desk in their day thinking, you know, I want to make people who have good credit pay for people who have bad credit by raising their rates and lowering the rates of those with bad credit. Now, I get that there's a lot of people that have gotten dinged around on quote-unquote credit because remember, social credit scores is what we have in our credit system, right? When you talk about, do you have like a 750, do you have a 780? Well, how good of a doobie are you? Do be a good citizen and keep your credit score all the way up. But we're living in a world where we're seeing that the Biden administration is is saying that they want uh, homeowners that have good credit scores to subsidize those that don't. And, you know, this is, again, picking winners and losers Strapping somebody with responsibility of others. There was a book I read in elementary school. I think it was, I think it was my fifth grade year, and uh, the, this would have been a book that I can't remember the name of it. And you guys, I haven't given you any details of the story, so you have no idea what I'm talking about, right? Anyway, in the book, it was a world where those that were the most attractive had to put on an ugly mask. Those with the strongest had to have more weights put on them. Those that were the the smartest had to have like earmuffs put on so they couldn't hear very well. Uh, the, those that had great eyesight were given marginal eyesight with corrective lenses to not make their eyesight perfect. And it was basically trying to make everybody the same. Everybody was the same. And I saw the in the book, it, it went to the point where there was this, per, this just gentleman who was super attractive and super strong and super smart. And they just had all these huge millstones, basically, all these different appendages or things that were holding it was holding him down. And uh, he was meant to equalize him compared to everybody else. But yet he looked so ridiculous because they were trying to hold back his abilities, his beauty, his brains, his strength. And how is it that this is not that same book going on right now where we've got we're not allowing the free market. Now, I'm not saying that there's not winners and losers in the free market. I'm not saying that everybody always comes out on top. And I'm not saying there's not criminals that will you know, con people out of money and try to do things. That's, that, that there are, the human being is always going to be the human being. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't try to help the homeless, but there will always be the homeless. I'm not trying to say we shouldn't help the, the people who have mental issues. There's, they're always going to be there, but... You know, we do have to understand that these will be with us always, and we should be always vigilant to try to participate in making the world a better place. But this idea of this ultimate equality across our boards from – in that poem that I read you guys a couple of weeks ago on the show here is that I said 
Oh, sorry, uh, Josh is not here today. He's uh, in Arizona, so sorry, you guys, you guys got me again today. Anyway, um, as we, you know, I just lost my tra- train of thought where I was going with all that. With with this whole idea of equality, that what I put in that poem is that it's not about the equality of outcome. It's not the quality of outcome. It's the quality of uh, the outcome according to the effort you put into it. The effort you put into whatever it is you're doing is what you're going to get out of it. And no different than lifting weights, no different than putting water in your in your body, no different than putting the right kind of foods or the minerals in your body to help with certain things. You know, th- those are real things. And so you're putting effort in, so then you're going to get effort out, right? You're going to get a, a return on your investment. And here it is. We're seeing this, this analogy right now living out in real time where I read this book back in fifth grade about this, like I said, these people being – you know, uh, people who had who had poor eyesight were given good eyesight, but not great eyesight. The people that had that were weak were, you know, given uh, assistance. Right. So they're trying to make the uh, the the response of outcome equal, and it just becomes burdensome and ugly, and it never ever works. Well, free market does allow for people to put forth effort. And then get something out of it. And if you don't put forth effort, then there is a decline. It's like your body. If you stop moving, you lose it. The day you quit moving is the day you start putting a foot in the box. And this whole idea of what the Bidens are trying to do, the Biden administration, by the way, we can't, you cannot say this is something that he's actually doing. But anyway, Biden pushes plan for good credit borrowers to subsidize high risk mortgages. Uh, Home buyers with good credit scores will soon encounter a costly surprise. A new federal rule, now listen to that, federal rule, this is not a law, this is not something that legislation that was put forth, unless I'm going to find out more in this article here in a second, but when you have a federal rule, this is bureaucracy. This is not your will, this is somebody sitting around thinking up, hey, how can I come up with a really ridiculous way to make everybody else pay for a few people's stuff? And that's what we've got here is that someone sat around, thought of this in their cubicle, then went to a meeting and sat around a table of a bunch of other people with other ideas, and this was the best they could come up with. This is the best they could do. How dumb were the other ideas? How stupid were the other ideas? This is why even come up with this idea? What were you solving by this putting this idea out there? If you want to subsidize those that are at higher risk, then you do that. But you do it with your money, not the government's money, not with, you know, which is my money. Don't do it with people who are actually out there trying to do it. But why don't we find out why people have bad credit? Why don't we figure out why people end up being incarcerated over and over again when it's actually the system that keeps uh, victimizing them? And a lot of times, as opposed to them actually doing things that, you know, we think are so heinous. Same thing with your credit. How many people you've talked to like, hey, man, I can't get my credit score to come up. Well, why? I don't know. I, everything's paid off. I pay everything on time, but I still got a 650 credit score. I can't get, I can't get to 700. Well, see, the problem is, is this is like a social credit score. This is what we're finding. This is this fictitious number that someone else is making up, and it can be affected by things that we really can't go back against. So, and again, you know, oh, you can pay for this, or you can write this letter, or you can write that letter. These ambiguous companies, guys. Did you know that your credit rating is actually not dictated by the three reporting agencies, but there's actually four. Uh, agencies behind that that actually do the uh, data collecting on your life. And that's what it really is. Your credit score is a data collection of you. This started back in the 1970s when they started doing this, implementing a credit score. And it came into mainstream uh, really back at basically 1990s when it really came out. 
The problem with this is, is you guys don't even realize that there's multiple layers of credit agency uh, record keeping. And this is basically them already compiling all the information they have about you, but then saying, well, maybe you're just not a good person. Mm, well, you just don't get those 50 points ever. And that's a problem here. So anyway, so to me, I, it makes me want to look at why are credit scores the way they are and why are they so significant and why do they think that that is the ability to repay. I mean, there's a lot of people I know that have you know 500 credit score and have a million dollars in the bank and no credit card debt, no home loan debt, and yet they got a 500 credit. Why? Because they don't utilize credit. Now, how stupid is that? I mean, oh, go into debt so we can give you a credit rating so you can have a better credit score. Why? But that's that's how the system's built. You got to maintain the debt, maintain the hamster wheel of debt. But then if you pay it off, it ding, dings you for that, right? Well, anyway, let's go on. A fee charge, uh, uh, fee changes will go into effect May one as a part of the federal housing finance agencies pushed for affordable housing. <laughs> Wait, uh, you got six and seven and eight percent interest rates on houses right now on loans. Uh, you think that that's going to push a home ownership uh, through the roof? No. It's going to drive home ownership down. You're going to see an exponential decline of new home starts. I know it's going to happen. I know we're not seeing it right now, and I do know we have an inventory problem. But in reality, how many people are going to be able to qualify? Seriously. I mean, this is where moms and dads really probably need to figure out whether they're going to go and you know get the mortgage for their kids because their kids don't have the credit rating that they need or the credit quote-unquote experience they need to finance a home at a, at a decent rate. And if you don't have a decent rate right now, guys, you're talking about 10% loans, 8% loans on a home. That's that's outrageous. You know, just a just a year ago, we were at 1% and 2% still. Think about that. And these guys are talking about how they're going to create a, a push for affordable homes. This is absolutely backwards. This is where we we got the the head doesn't talk to the tail. I mean, we got a, the federal government who is trying to find out ways to keep houses affordable. There's also the federal government that's fully involved in the increasing of rates. Well, that's the Fed Reserve, a privately held corporation, Jim. What are you talking about? See, you may have learned something just now. All right, guys, we do have a commercial break coming up, and we'll be right back. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. 
The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, welcome back to the Dark Delight Show here in WYSL. Thank you guys so much for continuing to be here on your lunch hour with me, your host Jim Price. Yeah, you got me today. Josh is uh, in Arizona. He's going to be speaking at an event there. Well, I, I, I wanted—I was just kind of tearing all this down to get you guys really to understand that this is the federal government who's made a rule. Has not. This is not a. This is not a law. This is not something that has you know even bothered to been presented to the to the public to let them have discord and say, okay, this is what we like about it, don't like about it. I can see why you're doing it. Let me read to you some of the details on this new rule. Now, I said, I said high credit score. I guess I, I guess I missed this part where uh, a six eighty is a high score. At six eighty, they're still questioning whether they're going to give you a home loan or not. But anyway, <laughs> this is where it's really weird. So they say a lot of times the threshold to get a home loan is 600 okay? Well, a 680 is where you start paying this fee. Now, think about this. On a $400,000 home, the monthly fee of having good credit, this is, this is dumb. This is dumb. I thought good credit got you better rates. Okay, <laughs> mortgage industry specialists say home buyers with a credit score of 680 or higher will pay, for example, about 40 bucks a month on a $400,000 loan. So you're already paying about four, I mean, probably about $4,000 a month on this loan. Okay? $400,000 is going to put you into about a $400,000 loan, especially with today's interest rates. On top of that $4,000, you're just going ahead and pay another 40 bucks. That doesn't seem like much, but you're already paying four grand, so why not pay another 40 bucks? Now, home buyers who make a down payment. Now, think about this. This is you going in saying, I'm going to put a whole bunch of cash so I don't have mortgage insurance, right? So I'm going to bring a whole bunch of cash in. 15 to 20% down payment will get socked with even larger fees. Now, wait. So 680 is the high credit score. <laughs> well, I don't even get this. I thought they were going to say like 750, you know, 800. You know, we're talking about, you know, those people that, you know, run those those credit ranks. I get that. It's like, okay, uh, so you're going to pick on those guys. No, we're clear down to a 680. The home mortgage industry will not give you a loan under a 600. Now, think about that. 680 is a high score? I Anyway, uh, mortgage lenders and real estate lenders are opposed to the new fee. Well, I can't imagine why. And uh, it says here, housing prices suffered their biggest annual drop since 2012 as rising mortgage rates deter would-be buyers from moving. Well, I can't imagine why. 
This is just absolutely outrageous. At the same time, Biden has increased the rates to the uh, to the curb of the forty high. Uh, so wait, wait, wait. Oh, the Biden administration increased rates to curb the forty year high inflation, uh, and the price of housing is dropping at the fastest rate since twenty twelve. This is ridiculous. Uh, we haven't seen interest rates as high since the eighties. And the idea that they're talking about this, well, because it made money so much cheaper, blah, 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 this and that. The sad part of this, we don't segment segment our interest rates as one industry or another. Like, oh, commercial loans are at X, X rate. Home loans are at X rate. Car loans maintaining this. Well, they kind of stay about two to three above what home rates are. But at the same time, I'm just wondering why this is a thing. Like, why that they need to make a rule that's literally going to slow down housing even more. I mean, I know forty bucks doesn't seem like a lot when you're paying four thousand dollars a month, but still, guys, what what is that forty bucks for? Where does it go? I mean, it doesn't tell me here in this article where that money is going to be dispersed to. It's just a fee. <laughs> yeah, you'll be just pay more government, man. It's gonna be great. You got property tax, you got insurance, you know, you got, you know, I don't know, the uh, sales tax on food and sales tax on utilities and the sales tax on buying anything, and then you got your income tax, and then you got profit tax, and boy, good thing we got this extra fee, and it's not called a tax, so don't worry about it. This is this is this is exactly right here guys. This is this is a thousand times worse than what the revolutionaries stood up to the king of England about. They were talking about not having representation. This is this is this is like this is one of the biggest grievances like they were like what they were complaining about was nothing like this. But we we pay these fees and these ordinances and and bylaws and rules and guidelines and we we live by them. When I say we pay for them, we pay for them in a lot of times an effort we have to work around them, and then the effort to pay for the the permit or the effort to get this done or that done. You pay for bureaucracy all the time. It is a form of tax. It is a form of tax, and this right here, this is just bureaucracy. This is simply just them saying, well, it's a new rule. Well, who voted on it? It's a new rule. Again, who voted on it? Where's the representation on this? Where's my congressman who voted for this? Where's my senator who voted for it? What, 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 am I, what am we talking about here? Who signed off on this? Was this a state thing, a city thing, a county thing? Oh, a federal government? The federal government doesn't have this ability. And you know why they have this ability? Because you let it. And the sad part of it is a lot of you guys out there believe that Lincoln was a great man. I don't have a problem with the guy. There are some things he did, but I have a huge problem with him going into the Federalist model, meaning the top-down model where he told the southern states, get in line or I'll send the military after you. And the sad part of it is in that moment right there, that's where he lost his credibility with me. And people don't like, well, he freed the slaves. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. That's not what it was about. See, the problem is, is we, we it was about it was about representation. It was about individual state rights is what the way the, the federal constitution and state constitutions are written. So I don't know why we get so confused and we always say, well, the Civil War is about it was all about uh, slavery. Well, the sad part of it is is that the first known case of, that was ever contested about one person owning another person was a black man who owned another black man. Why are we having this conversation? 
Why can't I have be honest about these things? Why can't we have these honest conversations? No, we don't want to have that. But we're in the Federalist model because a man didn't stand up against the elite bankers at the time. And that's what happened to General Grant when we went into the corporation in 1871. Look at the General Grant 1871 Corporation. Look at it. The Corporation of America was created in 1871. That's why Washington, D.C., the District of Columbia, doesn't belong to America. That's why the City of London doesn't belong to England. That's why the Vatican doesn't belong. It's 10 square miles every time. 10 square miles in England, in the Vatican, and Washington, D.C. The City of London, City of London, the Vatican, and Washington, D.C., all 10 square miles. They're a foreign entity in the quote-unquote country they exist in. Guys, we are in the Federalist model right now, and that's why they have the ability to come down and make a rule, I'm using air quotes there, which should never be something that we pay attention to. You know, you could rule all the day you want. Go ahead, rule, buddy. Do it. You're not my boss. I'm your boss. And I don't think so. But we don't have that conversation because we don't talk that way. We don't want to do that thing because we have to tiptoe around the politically correct conversation. We've got to make sure we don't make anybody mad. And the sad part of it is, is that not that I don't want to make you mad. I just want you to be better informed. I want you to get through this and actually think about how this actually got to this point. They're just using and abusing what they know you will put up with. They already know you have the tolerance for this. And that's why they're getting away with it. So we do have another article came out. Uh, Biden signs executive order to enforce environmental social justice enacts scorecards. Oh, well, this will end well, don't you think, folks? When we have an executive order from the pedo-in-chief that's up there playing somebody, whoever he's playing or whatever it is, whatever he's doing to weaken our dollar to make it crash so they can bring in the new currency. The guys, the only reason Biden is where he's at is because they need somebody to drive the plane into the ground. The plane is already crashing. The plane is already, already is in a downhill slide. We knew that. We knew what they were doing, the CBDCs. We understood that was all coming. But here you hear this guy, which we know, it's, it's all fake. It's, it's all, I mean, guys, I've, I've pointed this out. You guys watch my show. Go to the thejimpriceshow.com. Go and watch my show. Go over there watch the videos. Go to Clout Hub where they don't censor you. You can say whatever you want. You can watch my videos there. You can watch them on Twitter and on Facebook. But I will tell you about how this guy doesn't – there's no way this is real. I mean, just like the Tennessee shooter, how did that person change shoes in the middle of a mass shooting? How did that happen? And that was the, one of the things that we caught already. Now the FBI is holding up the manifesto? Well, because it doesn't fit the narrative, and they want to go away, and it's less impactful later. But we are still got people out there saying that men who want to be women are empowering women. Girls, where are you guys giving up on this fight? Why are you allowing this to happen to you? Why is this okay? And I don't understand that. But anyway, going back to this, this is where we've got a guy who's playing whatever he's playing, is going out there and making these executive orders, which honestly, how did we get away from having a, a, a actually a trifecta where we have the administrative, we have the judicial, and we have the congressional? What happened to that? If any one of those three parts of our federal government is not working, that is called a constitutional crisis. That's what the definition of a constitutional crisis is. Not what Nancy Pelosi tried to say that a couple years ago when Trump was, oh, we're in a constitutional crisis. No, that's, that was all fake. It was all, it's just like the word um, uh, insurrection is not a legal term. It's actually just a made-up word. Insurrection was never meant to be used the way they have, and it's not a legal term. It's not in Black Lives Dictionary. 
But the problem was when we have a when we have a constitutional crisis, when we have parts of our government not working with each other, which they have shown that all along. Judicial has not been doing what judicial should be doing. The fact that Hunter Biden's laptop is still out there. I mean, guys, I was talking about this October of 2020, right before the election, on my radio show. Guys, this is this is ridiculous. That we, I mean, I knew about these things before I had Giuliani on my show to talk about it. I I was doing all this stuff, and this is this is absolutely we're just being. It's just a big fake, and we got to understand if you don't start pushing back on it, the fake is going to become real. And if you don't start pushing to make sure you have yourself individual wealth that you can maintain while we're going through this transition as they crash the U.S. dollar, we know they have to crash the dollar because they got to get rid of all that debt. All the fictitious debt they've been lording over your head, well, they have to have a reason for that all to vaporize. That's why they're allowing the BRICS thing to come along. They're allowing that to happen. They're trying to create the controversy between different segments of the market. They're trying to create that so you're looking at the shiny objects while they're purposely crashing the dollar. Well, we're going to talk about this executive order when we get back and how cool it's going to be to have an environmental social justice leader. All right, guys, we've got a commercial break coming up. We'll be right back. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. Welcome back to the Dark Delight Show here. Thank you so much for being here. I'm Jim Price, your host today. This is this is a continuing saga of I guess what are, what's your guys' pain level? I, I'm I, I can't you know, I I mean I worked construction for I mean I was a kid and did it and when I was got older and uh, worked in the field and uh, worked my way up for through framing and became a superintendent and then owned my own company and stuff and uh, then went into DOD contracting. So I understand pain. I mean, I've smashed my fingers a few times and, you know, <laughs> cut myself open. But I don't think that's the same kind of pain as a lot of the stuff that we're just putting up with from the taxation, the lack of representation, the fact that we've been lied to about our history so much that even when I try to tell the truth about what is really happening and, and what has happened and how it really correlates back to this and back to this and back to this, people don't want to hear that conversation about, well, Lincoln wasn't the best guy ever. And that's I, – I get it. You know, hey, I was a Lincoln guy. I, was, I, I didn't think – I think I walked on water a lot. But the sad part of it is is I started going back through the conversations and going really, really back through the history of things. And you get past the shiny objects and you realize that maybe there was a reason that – you know, he, yeah, he was trying to do the right thing with the gold back, the greenbacks. Uh, those greenbacks is why they assassinated him. They, he had gone along with their plan to go in and create this whole federalist model. But then when he went ahead and, and pushed into law the greenbacks and pushing our dollar to a true gold back currency, that was, that was the bridge too far for them. That's why they killed him. No different than JFK. JFK was the same guy, same type of gay that, guy that uh, Trump is trying to expose those that are around him are creating the corruption. Now, I like Reagan. I think he was a great guy. Did I think he would could, did they, do I think he could be as effective uh, as he needed to be? No, I don't think he could be because Bush was in the way. Bush senior was in there to run 
you know, basically Reagan around. Reagan did a lot of great speeches and had a lot of great intentions and want to do a lot of great things. But the deep state establishment was right there and behind. If you look into the family bloodlines of the Bushes and all the DuPont and it just, oh, just gets bad. But anyway, I mean, I, your guys' pain, th- pain, pain threshold of what you're willing to put up with is obviously a lot higher than mine. Because the idea that we have a sheriff and a deputy in northern Oklahoma and two con- uh, two county commissioners plotting for three hours on a recording and how to kill a reporter. I mean, guys, what are we talking about? If that happens in one spot in our entire nation, we should all be offended by that. But we're sitting here letting this guy, this, this guy walk around and play president and ride a train for three hours in a 1950s passenger car February 20th, quote-unquote, Biden made a stop in Europe to get fuel and then jumped over to Ukraine and then rode a plane, uh, rode a, a train after riding a plane that got refueled, which, again, when have you ever heard of a presidential plane stopping to refuel? Anyway, so he gets there. He gets on a 1950s passenger car with all the blinds pulled down and rode for three hours across Ukraine in a war-torn country where Russia is out there shooting missiles and killing all the citizens. He rode this train all the way across that country for three hours, then pulled up in a Toyota 4Runner, and nobody wants to say that's fake. Nobody wants to say that's fake. Nobody's like, man, maybe I can get it, Jim. Maybe I can. I did an entire show on it. I can go back and show you the articles. New York Post or New York Times has it. New York Post has it. They all have the video of this guy getting out of the white Toyota 4Runner with, quote-unquote, Secret Service and khakis and vinyl jackets. You know those vinyl puffy jackets you go skiing in? That kind of jacket? That's what our Secret Service is walking around in Ukraine with? See, this is the stuff. But well, anyway, let's go back to this executive order that your pedo in chief, and I'm gonna keep. I'm just gonna keep calling him pedo. I'm not gonna call him potato anymore because I think that potatoes are being insulted by that. Biden signs executive order to enforce environmental justice, social justice, and enact scorecards. This should end well. Anyway, let's go on. This says uh, uh, the puppet Biden, the actor Biden. Uh, signed an executive order on Friday prioritizing so-called environmental justice across federal agencies while also forcing agencies to be subject to an environmental scorecard. Now, the government is already dumb enough as it is. Now the government's going to go ahead and give itself a scorecard scorecard in a a hurdle that there's no way you can ever achieve it, and we're going to have somebody running around as a czar saying, you can't do this, and you guys aren't doing this, and you guys aren't good enough here. And so now you're going to get a scorecard. So the, uh, the order establishes a White House Office of Environmental Justice. Someone's going to get a government paycheck because they're going to, they're going to get an office called Environmental Justice headed by the Federal Chief Environmental Justice Officer. Is that person already a thing? Federal Chief Environmental Justice Officer? who will oversee environmental justice goals throughout the government. Oh, hey, CIA. Hey, uh, can you use those bombs and those bullets that don't uh, don't pollute the air while you're killing uh, American citizens? And, oh, yeah, those foreigners, too. Let's not pollute their air either. Yeah, well, I know you've been killing a lot of Americans with this, but do it more in a less uh, environmentally impactful way. Can you just use less toxic chemicals to poison the people? Uh, FBI, when you go out there and you're beating down the door, can you not use the big, big troop carrier with the M50 gun on the top of it with the shield on? Can you guys not use the big truck when you go to bash people's door in? Thanks. 
This is uh this is this is going to be throughout the government. The order says it will focus on ensuring that lower income people and minorities. Wow, that's not a useful pawn. How many times have I heard this? Lower income and minorities, right? Uh, okay, are not subject are not subjected to disproportionate environmental harms. Let me read that to you again, really slowly. The order says it will fo- focus on ensuring that lower income people and minorities are not subject or subjected to disproportionate environmental harms. Do you think that that's what we do? We go talk, we just dump toxic waste in bad neighborhoods. Is that what that that's what you're accusing us of doing, sir? I mean, come on, really? What are you saying here? Especially those stemming from a legacy of racial discrimination, including redlining. Do you guys understand that the federal government actually created redlining by forcing the bank, the banks to have to put uh, banks into uh, bad areas? That's why you see a lot of banks in some bad areas. You're like, why would they have a bank there? They're required to by federal law to get FDIC insurance backing. It's part of the government reaching down in the banks. Oh yeah. If you want to be able to get, you know, FDIC protection and you want to get federal loans to cover the for the loans that you make, well, that whole thing is is that you have to put these in there. That's called redlining. That's already existent. Anyway, we continue on. I, I don't want to get down that whole idea of what the banking thing is doing here. But the White House has uh, also announced a new environmental justice scorecard that will assess federal agencies' records on environmental justice. The executive order cha- uh, charges federal agencies with conducting new assessments of their environmental justice efforts and developing and implementing and periodically updating an environmental justice strategic plan. Don't you think they waste enough of our money in already? Don't you think they're already screwing around enough? I mean, these people aren't even showing up in Washington, D.C. to their jobs anymore because everybody's working remote. Now you're going to give them a, an environmental scored card justice league hero thing to do on top of it? Seriously? You don't think these guys are messing around enough that you're going to give them some more to do? So now we're going to have to hire more people in the federal government to handle the federal government, watching the federal government not do what the federal government makes everybody else do? Oh, yeah, you heard what I just said there. They're going to make you guys – this is going to fall on you guys. You watch. This is all, it's all going to be – you know, uh, the plumber needs to know, uh, what, two things. Uh, crap rolls downhill and paydays on Fridays. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, this whole this crap's going to roll downhill on top of us. Uh, the Environmental Justice Strategic Plan and Assessment will be submitted to the White House – Council on Environmental Quality, there's a thing, that's a thing, and made public on a regular basis. Well, what's regular? Three years, five years, ten years, never? Including through the Environmental Justice Scorecard, a government-wide assessment of federal agencies' efforts to advance environmental justice. (sighs) I'm exhausted just trying to think about all the ways that this is going to be absolutely horrible for us. The administration has launched new programs covered by Justice 40, which says 40% of all resources of certain federal investment must flow to disadvantaged communities. Okay, that'll end well. Far too long, communities across our country have faced uh, persistent environmental injustice through toxic pollutants. Pollu- <sighs> Guys, I don't know. I don't, I don't get this. This is... So there are parts of our country where our... Society, we all get together. Like people, you know, there's people that are like, "Hey, man, uh, you got any environmental waste? Yeah, I got some. I got to get rid of it. Hey, dump it over there in that uh, that the poor area over there where there's minorities. 
That way they're going to be disproportionately affected by environmental hazards. Do you think that's what people do? That's not what people do. This is ridiculous. This is putting two things together that don't correlate. Uh, President Biden uh, has made climate justice one of his top priorities. Climate justice. Justice. Why are we using the word justice and climate together? Because it just works like conspiracy and theory. The United States is taking bold actions to put our energy sector on a path towards net zero emissions by no later than 2050, he said. Well, I can dream a dream, but you know what? If we went to uh, cold fusion, which we already have and we know it works, or if we went to hydrogen, I absolutely believe we could do that. If we had the will, just like when we sell 80 billion lottery tickets every single year for two drawings per week at the state and federal level lottery system, but we can't count 150 million ballots every two years during our off-year election and our presidential year elections. Yeah, about 150 million people on average vote in each one of those elections. We can't get those right, and it takes us months to count them, but yet the lottery system can do it 8 billion times a year, unique tickets. It's all about will, guys. What do they want to do? What's the will to get something done? Well, I'm Jim Price here on the Dr. Light Show. We'll be right back after these commercials. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. 
All right, welcome back to the Dark Light Show. I'm your host here, Jim Price. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And as we go through all these things, you guys, this is the world that where we understand, we understand that the emperor has no clothes. Okay, and I don't know if you guys really understand the story behind that, but we really, guys, this is really not that hard to just start actually creating a little bit of humor in your day, right? And, and just letting this go, right? Just get out there and have fun with it. Talk about how ludicrous it really is. And then once you start laughing about it, you can actually get some. You could get ahead of this and actually start saying, you know what? I'm not even going to put energy at it. I am laughing at it. I'm moving on. The emperor has no clothes, so why would I want to pay attention to these things? And that's not that hard to do. But it, it, it's uh, come on. A lot of you guys, you guys are experts in sarcasm, right? You guys have used sarcasm your day. That's why I use the potato in chief, the pedo in chief. That's it's sarcasm, right? It's being clever. And so, you know, find a way for yourself to be able to get through a lot of this stuff and really get past it knowing that these guys in the end, you know, there may be some short-term harm and there may be some some struggles that we may go through. But you know they don't win, right? You know that this doesn't end well for those guys. And they there's no this is their this is their glory. So the the whole idea behind these families and everything they're doing, this is this is their crowning achievement. That they get to destroy a currency. We're going to destroy the currency to get rid of the debt that we created out of fictitious error. And we're going to really, we're, we're celebrating. Woo, we killed it. You killed it? You killed the U.S. dollar? That's your accomplishment? Something that was probably one of the best wealth builders and actually creating the most opportunity for people to have wealth you are celebrating that. That's your celebration. That's what you're going to be defined as when they, when someone goes and walks past your little headstone and, they, and you're in the ground or in your little whatever. Uh, that's what they're going to be able to look. They're going to look back. And go, oh, oh, you, you, you were part of destroying America. Wow, what a hero you are. Thanks, boy. C- congratulations. You, you pushed uh, the most amazing country we've ever bothered to put together on Earth off the ledge. But there's those of you like us, right? Those of you, one of us, one of us. You could be one of the cool kids on this side that says, you know what? We're going to do this all, the whole freedom and liberties thing. We're going to fight for this. As you destroy the currency over there, as you try to destroy America, we're going to lift ourselves up and become so resilient and so amazing that we're going to make sure that this doesn't happen. We're going to educate people so heavily in this area of tyranny. We're going to educate people so much about the little things where this they start moving the, the the you know they start moving the needle on something, right? We're going to get you before you even move the needle. We're going to be so diligent, so fruitful in our our our, our movements that we're going to never have to deal with this again. We're going to deal with it when it becomes a little thing. We're going to make sure that you don't get out of the line just a little bit. We're going to push for freedoms and liberties so much that it's just this is all our kids will learn, all of our grandkids will learn, our grandkids, grandkids, they will all learn the exact same thing. And that's going to be amazing. That's the future you get to build in this moment because you're here saying, you know what, as you uh, go ahead and crash the economy over there, we're going to come out on the other side and make sure that we understand that big government was never the answer, that tyranny was never the answer, that going around and abusing other people was never the answer. And just like the gentleman that I had on my show not uh, yesterday, uh, yesterday but the day before, a lot of what we deal with in our daily lives is just we got to be nice to each other. 
We could solve so much of this by just not being in each other's business and just being nice to each other. There's a lot of this stuff with COVID that could have been different. And and even though we, quote, unquote, were letting them exercise their stupidity and saying, oh, you know, slow the spread and all this stuff, you're like, but if we just would have been nice to each other, not complied to each other because the people with the mask wanted other people not to other people to wear a mask. See, if you're wearing a mask, then you wear a mask. If I don't wear a mask, I'm not wearing a mask. And that's how we are nice to each other. And we have all these great opportunities to show them that we're going to create our own parallel economy, that we don't need their new CBDCs. We don't need their new credit scores. We don't need this new environmental agency justice league thing system. We don't need that. We could go and be our own people. And that's what's going to be great about this because we're talking about it now. It's not, we're not talking about in 10 years after it's, we're trying to figure out what happened. We're not waking up going, oh, my goodness, what happened? Why do we – how do we go? How did that happen? Oh, no, no. We're talking about this before it happened, and that makes you guys better citizens, and that makes you guys amazingly dangerous. Oh, yeah, yeah, you guys are amazingly dangerous, and trust me, that's why the FBI is watching. That's why the CIA is watching. The NSA is watching. That's why Homeland Security – by the way, Homeland Security watches a lot of things, guys. Um, that's kind of scary. Uh, there's, there's a lot – and by the way, your health department does a lot of watching of you too because remember COVID, right? They give them a lot of access to a lot of our cell phones and our data and our, our, um, our medical records, so be mindful of that as well. But guys, you – that's why they're watching you. That's why they're pushing on you. That's why they're trying to freak you out and push you in all these different directions. You're going to see the school shooting stuff come up. It's going to roll through the summer because that's what they need. they got to re- create that terror, and then they're going to bring out the Marburg virus this, summer, this winter, and you're going to go like, you know what? Take your Marburg virus and stick it. We're not going to fall for your little thing that our dogs are going to kill us. We're not going to play your game. And then they're like, well, no, listen, you got to comply. And you're like, nah, not going to do it. Sorry, bro. Got it over here. You go play your game. I'm going to take my ACQ and my ivermectin. Move on, sir. And that's where you guys win. And you guys are so dangerous with just the fact that we are able to talk about this before it's happening. You guys are even more. It's just, it's just brilliant to see. And I've seen the comments. I've seen you guys interact. I've seen you guys getting involved. And you should be proud of that. The fact that we're talking about Lincoln, the fact that we're talking about 1871, the fact that we're talking about the Federal Reserve, the CBDCs, that whole Fed now, we were talking about that way before it came into effect. We talked about it that came into effect last Monday. Yeah, this is this. we're talking about it, and you're getting yourself away from it. You're not going to fall for their traps. You're going to be better, and it's going to be amazing to see what this is. I'm, I'm excited what the future is holding. No, seriously, guys, I am absolutely excited to see this. I'm excited to see the creativity and the ways that you guys work around this. And I know the American spirit is still alive in all of us. We've all got it inside of us, that little, come on, man, we could do this, that little drive, that little extra moxie. You know, we've always been, they talk about us in other countries, about Americans are just so brash and so loud and their trucks are big and their cars are big and the music's big and the, you know, yeah, yeah, we're going to come out of it big. We're going to be amazing. And we don't need we don't need government to do that for us. We're gonna be you know we're gonna say hey we're breaking up government, you know until you can be uh, you know just less needy and and less repressive and all that stuff. I don't even want to talk to you. I, I'm gonna go ahead and block your number. Block, you know I'm not gonna take those. I'm not I'm not gonna take the calls. I'm not gonna. You know, we're done. And until I can see you're acting better, I'm not gonna engage with you. You know, and if I can see that you're doing the right thing by you know ensuring freedoms and ensuring liberties. 
I'm not going to talk to you. You got to get you got to get yourself right. You work on you, government. I know what I'm doing. You go do your thing. You size yourself down. You lose a few pounds. You know, you work on your your attitude and your selfishness and and then we'll see. I'll see where we're at. But that's that's where we're at, guys. We get to break up with the government and say, you know, hey, you guys uh, screwed up the currency thing. Yeah, and it's not going to go back to your stuff. You screwed up it last time. You're not going to do it better this next time. You know that, right? And so we're not going to play. I'm not going to play your game. I appreciate. I appreciate it. High five, bro. I'm moving on. I'm gonna go. So go. I got things to do over here. Me and my friends that are all about God and country. We're gonna hang out over here. Uh, when you're all downsized, lose a few pounds. You know. You know. Got your attitude better. Then we'll then we'll start a trial basis, a trial friendship, and see how we do there. You know, it's kind of how you treat me, right? You know, you you just treat me with disdain and all this other stuff. I'm just saying, hey, you go work on you. I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at you. I'm just not gonna play. I'm just gonna play along anymore. And see, then we win. And that's it. That's how great it is, guys. So, guys, thank you so much for sticking around during your lunchtime today. And uh, we're gonna be back Monday, same time, uh, noon. And it's gonna be a two-hour show Mondays with me, uh, the second hour. Thank you, guys, so much for everything. Do not forget to. Look me and Josh up. Come hang out with us on our shows. Don't forget to listen to WYSL this weekend. You guys all be good to each other out there. We'll see you guys on Monday.